like. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I'm Rachel. And I'm Calvin. And Luca- Lucas is away this week. Lucas is away. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Now t- time to make our own chaos. <laughs> yeah. Someone has, to, someone has to take over the maker of chaos. Yeah. I, I vote you, Calvin. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure how, how good I am at causing chaos. <laughs> you could do it. I, I think you have it in you. Uh, maybe a couple more of these might help. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> drinking some some really boozy lemonade. It's really really good. It's uh, Great America Lemonade. Fourteen uh, percent. It's not bad. It's not bad. It tastes really good, actually. T- tastes exactly like lemonade, which is uh, scary. Yes, <laughs> but but somehow there's zero percent juice. I'm like, what are they making this? But I will still drink this poison. <laughs> Delicious, tasty poison. Yeah, I don't, there's no lemons. I don't know what, what it's made what's of. What's it made out of? I don't know. It says 0% juice. Water, sugar, alcohol from sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, gum arabic, glycerol ester of wood rosin, delicious, brominated, <laughs> brominated vegetable oil, yum, sodium benzoate, preservative, and potassium sorbate, another preservative. So basically we're being really healthy. <laughs> uh, healthy is not the word I would use, but no, okay. <laughs> what the fuck is guar gum, and why is it in everything that's that's? Uh, it's not. I, in that, I have that's, no idea. But it's that's in everything that's question. delicious. Yes, <laughs> we got to look that up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we had a lovely Valentine's Day. We did. Yes, indeed. Thank or you again. Evening. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Francis. Now we can t- tell where we went. <laughs> <laughs> we can divulge. Um, we went to Arturo's, uh, which is an Italian place on Thompson Street. And the owner uh, has known my family since childhood. She went to school with my sister Elaine, went to elementary school with my sister Elaine. So, uh, And Nancy and Stephen used to go there all the time. And they spend a lot of money in their huge tippers. The food's so good. <laughs> so, the food is incredible. And we get treated really well there. I made uh, <laughs> reservations for 7.15. The place was absolutely packed. There was this one table at, that, that was like right next to the piano and right across from the bar. Just like the best table in the house. And that's mm. what they gave us. It was so mm. good. Can't ask for anything better. We had we had pizza with olives. I loved that pizza so much. Oh my god! And I I'm a I'm a huge proponent of olives, especially black olives. Black olives. I don't know what makes them different, but the flavor is just incredible. Yeah, I know. I was taking a, a chance because you weren't <laughs> there when I ordered, but no. But that's the uh, best when you just walk in and there's already food on the table. Like as long as long as it's not. Uh, as long as it's not shellfish, I will literally eat it. Oh, I can't eat shellfish either. <laughs> yeah, it. I miss. I miss shrimp. Yeah. I, just, I just miss shrimp. We can have a no shellfish party. I'm down. <laughs> we'll get pizza with olives. Sweet. I'm game. Okay. You're allergic. Very. Damn. Well, Me well, like, too. Well, well, not like anaphylaxis. Uh, not anaphylaxis allergic, thankfully. But like, uh, everything will start getting out. Like, oh, 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 man, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your face is like swelling up. <laughs> yeah. No good. Yeah. And we had drinks. We did. Yes. I ordered a Manhattan. And, and they, they gave you an old a, fashioned. Yeah. I was like, this seems not the same. But I started to drink it anyway. I was drinking it very slowly because it was. And then they pointed out they made a mistake. So I got my Manhattan. And then uh, I followed suit with the Manhattan, which was delicious, by the way. Yeah. Yep. They used the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Bullet. <laughs> and then at the end of the meal, Lisa, the owner, yeah, gave us after dinner drinks. I had Sambuca and Limoncello. You had Sambuca and you had yep. Limoncello. It was so delicious. It was just a very nice experience there. The music was fantastic. You know, the people mm. were, you know, everyone was so kind to us and it was such great company. Yeah. You, you got me a, a lovely card. Oh, that was, that was really, that card was uh, straight from the heart. And uh, it also worked out really well that I have a friend who is a, uh, who's a, a professional uh, print designer. Right. That, that makes, uh, that made that card. Oh, wow. And so it, and, it also just so happens that she's Polly as well. And so. it was specific to Polly people. Yes. I love that. Wait, what did it say that made it specific to Polly people? So the outside read, great minds think alike. Uh-huh. And it had uh, hearts that uh, uh, hearts on top and the bottom that uh, kind of intertwined in like a uh, infinity symbol. And inside uh, read something along the lines of, I'm so grateful that you're my metamor. Now, for those of you who are not, who have never heard of the term metamor, uh, this is something that's kind of uh, kind of uh, new to me as well. Metamore is someone who you share partners with but are not partners. Right. Like you and Francis are not not sexual partners, not romantic partners. Right. You're very dear, dear, dear friends, mm-hmm. which kind of makes you partners, but not like not all the way. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard that term for the first time the other day. Metamore. Yeah. yeah it's a. It's a cool term. <laughs> Someone get me on YouTube. I'm confused okay. by the page that I'm on. I got you. Oh, Thank you. No, Francis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it is no big deal. Calvin, Calvin to the rescue. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Safari's not good for anything. <laughs> I use it, but it's no good. So, fun fact about Brave Browser, Brave has a built-in ad blocker, so if ever you ever go to YouTube, you don't see ads. That's good. I never heard of it. Brave Browser. It is a it is a fantastic browser. It actually uh, makes browsing the web uh, significantly faster. So uh, you can uh, you can browse anything you like. You get uh, you get your files faster. You get your porn faster. It's been fantastic. That's the worst when you're watching porn and it's like buffering. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> How can you be buffering right now? Okay, I don't know if this is what I'm looking for, but we'll know pretty soon. This is one of the just worst songs in terms of feminism ever. Wait, you're, you're ready to play something offensive? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You've have, you have been warned. No, I don't. I don't make the rules here. <laughs> I'm not hearing it though. Oh. Let's see. And I turn you down. 
happen. I'll tell you about it after. safe words. Holly Dunn singing, maybe I mean yes. Oh my gosh. I should be offended, but I'm not offended. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I like really like the song. <laughs> Is it going on your playlist? I think it might. I have I have a radio playlist and I, I put what Francis what Francis plays on my list. <laughs> this I did not think would end up on it. My friend uh, who performs under the Names named Tammy Faye Starlight, uh, and has this 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 country singer character that she's developed. She covers this often in her set. Why do I know that name? She's done she's done pretty damn well. She's done very well. I've yeah, heard of her. Yeah, yeah. She she headlines off at a Joe's Pub. Oh, okay. cool. I like Joe's Pub. Yep. One of, one of the few venues I've not been to. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It looks like an awesome venue. Yeah, uh, Tammy Lang is her name, and um, 
she actually has has credited me with helping her get started because I was the first person to really put her on stage. Right I was, on. Uh, I was, I went to college with the guy that with her first husband, mm. and and somewhere around ninety two, I think it was, we formed a group with me, her, her husband Jay, and my brother John, called okay. Squeal Like a Pig. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 that's awesome and uh yeah and and i i uh i booked us places all around the city mostly small venues okay. and her characters were absolutely amazing is someone calling us we we have a caller it sounds like someone's calling us hello hi lucas, lucas! oh my god i miss you <laughs> i miss you so much I miss you too. You've been gone like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Hi, babe. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Are you? Doing good. Are you at your family's house? I know I'm at Wegmans. Oh, cool. You're where? Wegmans. Oh, Wegmans. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a big ass grocery store. Wegmans is the best. <laughs> I love Wegmans so much. <laughs> Yeah, I like. There is a Wegmans in Brooklyn that I mean to check out, but it's kind of intimidating. Um, what do you say we uh, we all make a trip of it and then go to the Kings County Distillery after? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's do yeah. it yeah. right next to. The so I only go grocery shopping if we can go to a bar first, because <laughs> I like. Can, can, yeah. Can we get drunk first? Yeah, we have to get drunk first, otherwise can I can't we, grocery shop. You know yeah. what? I'm game. We'll, We'll go to the King County Chili first, and then we'll go grocery shopping. And we'll be lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way See I that? grocery shop, babe. Why are there so many chips? <laughs> I got a little lit on the train because there was just like, 10-year-old sitting next to me who was, like, throwing temper tantrums, and then he, like, spat at his mother. And I, I wrote about it to this girl on the internet, like, who was complaining that they shouldn't have babies on the train. I mean, on the uh, ba- babies on the plane. And I said, yeah, there's a 10-year-old, and I, he just spat at his mother, and she was like, you should slap him. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're allowed to slap other people's kids. No, no you're not. Nah. You can think about it really, really hard, though. You can say, "Oh boy, I'm so disappointed in you." <laughs> <laughs> you cannot hit them. I was staring him down. I was staring him down. I was like, "No, like you, you can't. Like you, just, you do not spit at your mother." And he was a little scared of me, but he didn't. He didn't. He continued being here. <laughs> I just told my mom that I got, um, I told my mom that I got, um, experimented on in the New York place. You did not have that. <laughs> oh my God. She was like, no, Christian, no. I mean, I see, I think she calls me Lucas now. She does call me Lucas now. She, Lucas. She, she respects Lucas. Lucas. Last time I saw your mama, she she didn't say any name or any pronoun. She was just like, "Do you want to go to bed, or do you do you want to do this?" And then she would say, "You girls," and then like apologize because I'm a girl, but you're not. So proper name, similar disdain. (laughs) Similar disdain. (laughs) I don't know. Pronouns confuse me too. Pronouns confuse me too. I like I don't I never know names confuse me. I never know what name to say. I'm like if asking me my name is the hardest thing you could do to me. Like I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> but it, it is everyone's part. first question. It's everyone's first that question. Is true. <laughs> I like I'm like, oh, uh, why do you have to ask me this? <laughs> All your damn questions. 
<laughs> Lay off me. <laughs> Lay so, off. So, Lucas, we just played this country song, and I played it as, you know, like, this is, this is horrible, this is so not feminist. It's a song where the, the chorus is, when I say no, I mean maybe, maybe I mean yes. <laughs> but it was real catchy. Rachel loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was real catchy. <laughs> so next week, we are having Daryl Lamont Jenkins on. Amazing. Who is that? You know him. You know. Yeah. Oh, the person I already looked into some research about him. Yeah. Exciting. But That's just, just by phone? Yeah. By phone. I think he takes care of his mother. So he's going to do it mm-hmm. by phone. I hear that. Mm-hmm. John is over yep. there now. It's a big yeah. job. Mom, she, she could be, she's okay by herself for a few hours. Uh, she's, yeah, my mom was like, what did you do when, when you guys went to Arturo's? And I was like, well, we left her, but. Yeah. My mom was saying, like, don't, you, don't your siblings help more than they do? And I was like, not really. Not really. <laughs> I was like, they help only for the radio show sometimes. And then, like, when we go away. And then she was like, that's a lot for Francis. I was like, yeah, that is a lot for Francis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember one time I went away. I came back and there was there was, there was a house full of people because John didn't. There was a house full of what? Who were the people? Was, Elaine was there and John was there and Aria was there uh, because John like fucked up and gave her wrong stuff to eat and she got really sick and oh. she needed to get a, a bath and everything. Yeah, you're right. He like, couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. It's it's not easy. It takes the whole household to do what you what you do. Yep. <laughs> and that's that's something I really admire you about. Like, I see I see Me everything too. that you're that you're doing for your mom, and I think about God so much that my mom sacrificed for her mother uh, mm-hmm. when when uh, when she started developing uh, Alzheimer's, yeah. and then and then she uh, she suffered a, a pretty debilitating stroke that. That basically, unfortunately, turned like turned her into a complete vegetable. My mother tried so hard to uh, to take care of her, but we mm. we ultimately had to put her uh, in a uh, in nursing care. Yeah, it's just too yeah, much. That's, that's, yeah, I would not be able to do that it's, level. It's, yeah, it's, unfortunately, so. we might have to put my dad like in nursing care. Not yet, but we. My mom just is saying it's like maybe going to be too hard. You know, um, he he had a stroke as well and had his Parkinson's, and you know he just needs a lot of care. Jimmy Carter just went into hospice care at home. I read about that. I'm so sad. sad. Yeah, that means six months or less. Yeah, hospice care workers are the best humans. They are like beyond. Absolutely. Yeah, my grandfather is dying. Like those hospice (laughs) care workers, they were. Oh, I can't even. Just so warm, so incredible, like so steady, like helping us accept what's happening. I really yeah. admire them. That would probably be good work for no, me. No, I really like the the theolo- yeah. like what are they called? The theologians, the, the people who come to your bedside. The chaplains. They're like chaplains. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it happened to me where I like did not leave the bed or eat anything, or did not move from the bed for like three or four days in the psych ward. So they. They sent the they sent the, the chaplain. He literally brought me back to life. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. He like convinced me to live. <laughs> he was like, "We're gonna live." That's like an ul- ultimate holy service. Yeah, I could not move, and he like, got me back. And he, yeah, 
It was very beautiful. So we were also talking about Valentine's Day, how, how, how great it was at the restaurant. We didn't get up to werewolf bitches from outer space yet. <laughs> that movie's wild. That movie is wild. And then I was, I was like, this sounds familiar. And you were like, you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're in it, Lucas? At one point. I don't know if it, like, it made oh my God. Yeah, there, there, you, you can see her... See him as a background extra. Okay. There was originally uh, a whole sex scene between my character and his character, yeah. and I that got him. cut out. And I made her do it. Are, are the uh, werewolves are the werewolves involved in the sex scene? No, it's just me. It's just me and Brandon as the cop. Okay. I found out that my wife had been cheating on me. And I meet this person and this girl in the park, and we hit it off, and we go back to the troll museum, and we fuck. And, and Dylan actually shot. It would have been a hardcore porn, 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 porn movie. Oh shit! Dylan, Dylan's I really cool. Yeah, I was like, no, we're cutting that out. Yeah. Then, then Rev and, and Lucas had a yeah. terrible yeah, falling out. Yeah. And, and so I told her like, no, I was like, I'm not going to be in your movie. Like, no, no way. Mm. <laughs> Del- delete the sex scene. I was really hoping that the footage still existed. I called up, I called, I called up <laughs> Dylan know, Wait, a couple what? of years later. And I was you were like, really hoping what? That he still had the footage. Oh, does he have footage? Does he he, he doesn't. He said he's, he doesn't have it. He got rid of it. <laughs> I think I wanted him to at the time. I think I was, I get rid of that footage. Yeah, but, um, like, yeah, it was a pretty sexy, sexy though. Yeah, yeah. How often do you, you know, make make porn with the person that you love and have a professional filming it? Yeah, but it would have turned the movie into hardcore porno. It would, yeah. and that would that would really make it difficult to distribute. Like like uh, Lord they have of the to Cop put the, the sirens right. on before it, mm-hmm. like they do for this they radio have to show. Put the sirens on. <laughs> <laughs> they did put sirens before our radio show. <laughs> I know it's actually really offensive to me. Because that's like scary uh, for could, you. I I I could I could make an executive decision and uh, um, update uh, update your uh, pre roll playlist if you want. You could change it to something that's not like sirens. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can I can change it into literally anything else. Yeah. All right. It's just like my little trigger. <laughs> yeah, I, I we, try not to be something triggered, but I am a triggered person sometimes. Yeah, we want to avoid that as as much as we can. So yeah, I I will let me let me make a note of that. I'll take care of that. Thanks, Calvin. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I was about to ask how was the trip up there, but you already almost smacked a ten year old. <laughs> and I'm on the other side of the phone, like maybe they have a disability. You're like, no, I don't think so. I'm just mad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, the kids, like, mostly seemed completely, like, completely, I seen, but then it was just, like, really rude. Just a really rude kid. Yeah, usually Amtrak's relaxing. That sucks. It kind of sucks, yeah. Like, it's usually really reacting, but, oh, well. Unfortunately, kids are dicks, so. (laughs) (laughs) I liked when we were were in the quiet car last time, and I was like, can I get drunk in the quiet car? You're like, yeah, if it's quiet. (laughs) I was like, how loud are you going to drink? How loud are you going to drink? <laughs> I was like, not that loud. <laughs> just, just get a little drunk. 
Oh boy. <laughs> so I was. Uh... Wegman's has this whole like seating area. That's where I'm sitting. I because I didn't want my mom to hear our conversation while we were while we were on while I was on the radio. Good idea. So she, yep. She's gonna call. go pick me up. She's gonna come pick me up when she's done grocery shopping. And everybody's like this really nice seating area. Yeah, you're gonna have like a full blown meal at Wegman's. You, yeah, you can have a meal. And, like, they have, like, an outdoor seating area, too. So my mom would, like, come here with her friends during the pandemic. And I'm like, see, it really sucks to be, like, in the pandemic in New York City. Cause we didn't have anything like that. Yeah. So I was filling out an application to be on Let's Make a Deal because they have, they have at-home contestants right now. That's still happening from the pandemic. I, I didn't complete the, the, the thing, but one of the questions was... What's the weirdest thing you ever did for money? I was like, that, that, that's a deep, a deep well. Maybe, maybe a deep pit. So I'm putting that out to all of us. <laughs> and I will answer well, first. I've definitely, I've definitely peed on guys. Yeah, you wouldn't put that in the answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that wouldn't get you on the show? Oh. So the no, thing, definitely not. The thing that, weirdest thing I did that would be good for this thing was... I dressed as Flegel the Beagle from the Banana Splits show. <laughs> it's a big costume, and uh, you know, I didn't I didn't add that it was for an acting gig because they don't want actors. But I just said I, you know, dressed as Flegel the Beagle from the Banana Splits. How how long did you have to dress as as Flegel the Beagle? It was a long shoot. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a big costume. You know, were you hot? You're, you're, uh, so hot, so yeah. hot, fucking. Uh, uh, and there's a lot of dancing uh, and, you know, hot lights. It's, it's, a, it's a set. It's a, it's a television set. Uh, it's a big deal if I vape in Wegman. <laughs> you can vape anywhere. You can vape anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tom says. So. <laughs> so I, I went to lunch with someone who's trying to stop vaping. And basically he has a vape but no vape. Like you just like suck it in and breathe out and he's like no it's great try it it's terrible you're you're just no, breathing but like guys, just, with this I'll stupid thing in your mouth it's a it's a placebo effect in my mouth. yeah <laughs> it was terrible yeah no i'll do that same thing he's like don't <laughs> you feel relaxed there's no nicotine no it's just air you're yeah, just like just there's, there's nothing it's in fucking it yeah. empty. you're just yeah. <laughs> you're just doing like a structured like breathing like deeply breathing in and out like into a vape it was terrible <laughs> No, so, I've done that before too. Like, where I've, like, I was like, um, get it away. I, oh, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I need my vape to sleep. And then I just start on the vape when it's dead. <laughs> so we're, we're going to do a sleep vape. We're going we're gonna to attach a vape to a string in the bedroom. So you will always have a sleep vape. That's, that was Gary's idea. It um, was Gary's idea. I won't, I won't take credit for it. No, no, I wasn't saying that you, like, that you were trying to get credit. I was just saying, like, that was Gary's idea, but, like, I don't know that that's going to work because, like, I'm going to probably, like, cut it off its string to take it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's an idea. I don't you know. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I see my vape. I don't have another vape. I can't find a vape. I don't have time to go to the store, and I'll end up cutting it off. Yeah. It was a good idea while I necklace, did. A necklace vape. At least it's not a, a fake vape. A Netflix vape? <laughs> yes. That's, we all laugh. That's actually brilliant. 
I think at night you should wear a necklace, babe, because you need it like a like a pacifier. Well, that's what that's what they do for special needs people. Put put it on a necklace, whatever no, the fuck it is. Oh, totally, totally. That's, totally. that's what you said when I had the like had the the, the mask on the, on the necklace. You you said that that was a special needs thing. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Gary's mom put this on for me. She was like, he was like, she was like, because you're special needs. <laughs> Oh, that's not nice, Francis. Well, I'm kind of special needs. I think I'm everyone special. has special needs. Yeah. Of some sort. I don't mean it as an I insult. I have a lot of special needs. You do. I do too sometimes. Okay, so other than, you know, golden showers and stuff like that, what's the weirdest thing you did for, you've done for money? <laughs> <laughs> what's the weirdest thing I've done? Mm-hmm. Um... I built robots for the military. That's right. <laughs> that that fits with your yeah. your life story. That, yeah, that that makes total I, sense. I was extremely good at it. I was extremely extremely good at it. I I defended the robots to the to get the military contract. Like I was the one to defend. Like I, I rebuilt. I built and rebuilt the whole machine to show them that we had like done it correctly. That there was everything was done. So then I had to be strong enough to like do each piece and like. Um, yeah, they they chose me to do to be the one to defend it to get the contract. Wow, that that is unsurprising, but it is it is a weird thing to do for money. It's surprising I was good at it because I like before that had never screwed screw, um, and I was like, explaining to my boss as he was trying to hire me because I I had just gone in. My friend was working there and like helped them with the lunch, like. Because, like, they had invited me to lunch, and I was, like, realized that like, they did not have it organized. And so I just went in and just, like, took charge and, like, helped. And he was, like, I just need somebody here who's, like, going to listen to directions and take charge and just listen to directions. Because these kids who went to, like, automotive school don't listen to me. And <laughs> I just think it's, like, boys didn't listen to me. You know what I mean? I think zero. But so he, I, like, um, I got I got hired. I explained to him, I do not know how to screw screw. Like, I've never hammered, used a hammer, like. I'm probably not the right person for this. And he was like, no, I'll teach you. And he taught me. And I didn't, I didn't learn how to build the whole thing. That doesn't surprise wow. me. You're, no, you're incredibly smart. Yeah, you're fucking brilliant. brilliant. Calvin, Rachel. I loved that job. I would, <laughs> I would do that job again. But they don't, they don't have those contracts as much because like, now they just kill the boys. Kill the real boys. Because like they like they they cut the contract when after Bush left, um, and like um, that's one thing Obama didn't did did wrong. That's one thing about Obama did wrong. Obama's not perfect, you know. No, not perfect. So, do you know if we we have you for the for the rest of the show, Lucas? Well, my phone is only at ten percent, so you have me until my phone dies. Okay, because I was going to play a song, but I'll wait a little bit. Been trying to think about like the weirdest thing I done for money. I kind of feel like my uh, my first IT job would have fit uh, would fit in that description, especially especially the weird shit that I saw uh, that I that I had seen on some of the phones that I had to service. Well, what kind of stuff? Body parts. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Like like a, a lot of dick pics. A lot of body parts. Yeah. <laughs> of, I don't know of, what you mean of, by that. Of, 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 
It sounds like varying cre- types. creepier than it is. I'm like, are they still attached to the person? Yeah, they're still attached to a person. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, for a minute I was like... <laughs> I was like, so basically you witnessed or- a crime? Thankfully, no. Just dick pics. Now, what about servicing these phones? Why would you need to see their pictures? Sorry, um, say it again. Uh, transfer, uh, file transfers. So, uh, so I had to, so I had to go, uh, go in and like manually transfer everything over, just to make sure that nothing, uh, nothing got lost in, uh, lost in uh, transferring, uh, transferring files. Wow. So my, so the guy, my Verizon guy, the one I just recently got a new phone is probably traumatized. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, I like actually delete like naked pictures. Like I like, I see them and I like take it in and like do what I need to do with it. And then I like delete them because I get nervous. I don't yeah. know what I'm nervous about. Yeah. What? Why you're nervous somebody's going to steal your phone? I don't know. I just well, get, you don't have a password. I just get phone. nervous. I don't, I don't have a password. Most no. people, most people like have passwords on their phones. They're not worried about that. that that's <laughs> too hard. That's too hard for me. Uh. <laughs> Didn't you lose your phone too, and you didn't have a password on it? Yeah, someone just has access to like my entire. Someone life. has access to like all your stuff. <laughs> my entire life. But yeah, your previous phone. Yeah, that's okay. I I was drunk and high on the train, and I just like left it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like after uh, work, she was like she was at work. I know I was got, at work. She got lit. I got too lit at work. <laughs> don't don't say where I work because they'll be mad. Yeah, they're probably. Had I known that, I probably would have tried to uh, help you see if you could, like, remote wipe that. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. I, I really have nothing to hide. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I have no problem. These bouquet with- of flowers are only $5 here. It's like, it's like $25 for a bouquet of flowers in New York. In- wow. Yeah, it is. No, there's no bouquets cheaper than twenty five dollars in New York. Oh, we haven't told our listeners where you are or why. Oh, I'm in um, I'm in Massachusetts for my nephew's birthday. Which birthday is this? His second birthday. Second birthday. That's what I thought. Nice. He's two. He's two. <laughs> Yay! He's two. It's very exciting. You love him so much. I do love him so much. He's my little buddy. He likes me. Of course he does. You're amazing with little kids. No, he's actually pretty, like, he doesn't like everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Is he the type of kid that will make it known that uh, that he doesn't like you? I think think he does, like, kind of make it known. Yeah, he doesn't like everybody, and he does not like pictures of him. When you go to take a picture, he gets real, real nervous. Oh, he gets really upset. He tries to run out. Cloud, my cat, my cat also didn't like pictures of her. She was not having that. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming back on Monday. I come back on Monday. Yep. Okay. A short not, trip. That's yeah. That's not too. That's not no. too long. Yeah. And we're going upstate on uh, March 3rd. We're a little getaway. That is exciting. It's very exciting. It's nice to get away sometimes. 
Yeah, I haven't really had uh, any time off since December. Yeah. Yeah, you you've been you've you work been very hard working every day. Very very well deserved for you. You especially. It's kind of weird knowing the day and approximate time the next time you're going to have something up your butt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I I like that you schedule sex. I like I really enjoy it. Yeah. I find it funny. I'm gotcha, the kind yeah. of person who, like, I like to know what's expected of me, like, exactly, like, because I want to do it right. So if I have, like, a date and a time, I can, like, prepare. <laughs> <laughs> I really like to do, like, what's expected. Cool. Yeah. I know. I tell gotcha. Lucas all the time, I'm like, I love rules. Please give me rules. Please give me, like, structure. Structure. Yeah. And, and our server said, he, and his service was like, in your, your old home, you had a lot of rules. And with Lucas, you have, um... Lucas. Well, Lucas, <laughs> put up your art. <laughs> he was like, "There's." He basically said, "There's no rules." For there, there like, are well, rules. There are rules. There are some rules. They're they're basically like the Ten Commandments. Like, like, like don't do steal, good, don't murder. Yeah, do. I don't care if you litter. I don't think litter is a Ten Commandment. Litter no, I, is not in the Ten Commandments. Uh, I thought you said litter. No, no. No, um, no I don't <laughs> care if you litter, but I I don't, you know, do unto others as you want to be do unto yourself. So yeah. Like those, those are the rules. We do have rules. Those are the rules. They're, they're good <laughs> rules. It's like a, a code of conduct. And you, you're... There's a, there's a slight code of conduct, but there's not a lot of rules. But you are, you are like, very harsh I'm when I bring it. I'm pretty strict with the kids, though. I'm pretty strict with the kids. And then once the kid pulls to death. Speaking of litter... Right. I'm sorry, go he ahead. He got so upset. What? No, I told the kids, like, no basketball in the classroom. And he was one of those kids who, like, growls. And, like, I think he's not really used to, like, teachers actually telling him anything because he's kind of scary. They're but scared of him. Like, they're scared of him. Like, they, I can tell they're scared of him. And so then he, like, flipped the desk. And, like, I was like, mm, luckily the dean was in the room, so he took him. But, like, I was like, why are you doing this with the dean in the room? Like, that seems, like, really, like, counterintuitive to your best interest. <laughs> So you mentioned litter. Right now, there's, there's, or lately, there's been a bunch of right-wing Republicans getting very upset over something that doesn't exist, that just started as a rumor. What is it? That, uh, that, that schools are having litter boxes in the school for children oh who God, identify as this. cats. What? what? I, I don't no, understand. It's just, like, it's just making fun of the trans. Like, it's making fun of the fact that, like, it's just making mm. fun of the fact that, like, we're allowing trans kids to come out in schools. So they're they're saying that there are litter boxes in the schools for for the kids who identify as cats. Yeah, I heard that same thing. <laughs> that doesn't make really any funny. sense. <laughs> they're just like the right wings have just gone like like over the top. That's something like the Sturdy Steve would probably say. No, <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. I I don't understand why why trans trans people are are at the center of Republican versus Democratic debates at the moment. Tra- I really I really don't understand what's happening. Yeah, and it's yeah, so ridiculous. They, they, and and they're like really they're they're yelling about it. They're, there are litter boxes in the schools for kids that think they're cats. This has gone too far. I'm also like those kids are probably like my future friends because I'm super weird. <laughs> I'll be friends with you, litter box kids. Are like spreading this rumor and like people believe it. People are believing it. I I don't know why everyone's so amped up about trans folks at the moment. 
I really, I really don't have the answer. They're really amped up about trans people. I know. I can't tell you why because I don't know. It's just what makes me laugh. I don't care, but. (laughs) There's got to be like a punchline, but it's going to like take time to get to it. I don't know. I love you. I love that you're trans. I just don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. Yeah, I love you and I love that you're trans. When I say no, I mean maybe. I don't know. Maybe I mean yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you learn that song from your mom? (laughs) (laughs) The queen of offensive songs. No, she 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 knows so many really offensive songs. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> no, I I, I learned I learned about that one from my friend who por- performs as uh. Tammy Faye Starlight, Tammy Lang, aka Tammy Faye Starlight. I like that. <laughs> aka Nico Underground. We'll just be sitting there at dinner, and then his mom will just start singing like the most offensive song, and we're like. Where's this coming from? You're like, this song was banned like 50 years ago. <laughs> 50 years ago. I think we definitely decided this again. Yeah. Like, that's not a song anymore. And we're like, not a song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use 10 of the terms that are in that song. Yeah, I, I can't. The one that's coming to mind right now, I can't even do the beginning of it. But I feel like once people are so old, you like yeah, stop don't, don't sing them. any of her songs on the radio, please. We'll get banned. <laughs> You want to say hi on the radio, Mom? Oh my God. No, my mom doesn't want to. <laughs> hey, hi, Joanne. Rachel says hi. She said hi back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. This show is going so differently than I expected, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> I don't. I don't come to this show with any expectations anymore. <laughs> I, I come with some prep, my, my some prep said, work, but this this is fun. Know how she got out? My mom just said she doesn't know how she got outgoing children. <laughs> 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 and you have like they're all kind of we're kind of all outgoing. Maybe a little less so Laura, but she's still pretty outgoing. Yeah. So here's something. Mostly we. <laughs> What are you saying, President? Here's something from our notes last night. Not that we've been using them tonight, but... <laughs> We're just going wild. Awareness is prayer. Awareness is yes. prayer. Now, I heard that from you. Do you want to expand on that? Well, we were talking about art and this idea of, like, what you focus on, what you set your mind on. Like, that is... I don't know. That is your prayer. I don't know how else to say it. And it's something you actually like can control is like, where am I going to focus my energy? Even if I'm doing a million bullshit things like playing a dish in a play, which is the weirdest thing I've done for money. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You were a dish. Yes, I right. was. So I, I was doing a lot of sex work and I was like, I'm very tired of sucking dick. I'm going to become a real actress. So, <laughs> so I auditioned for a play and I'm not a very good actor. They were like, you can be a dish or a fork in Beauty and the Beast. It's like one scene, one little That's scene like that you come out. In, in Beauty and the Beast. Oh my God, no, it's not. The dish and the fork is like a big role. <laughs> they just come out to be our guest and like bounce around for a second. But I was like, no, I'm done sucking dick. I have like this real career ahead of me. <laughs> There's something on my face. 
Yeah, it was so lovely for like a month. I was so jazzed. I was like, I really made it in life right now. I'm getting $16 an hour to be a dish. And then on like month three, I'm like, this is terrible. (laughs) 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 This is awful. I'm never going to be an actor. I'm going to suck some more dick because acting is not working out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, now I lost track. I was talking about prayer. Damn, I really lost track. Yeah. No, I, I actually, this is something I feel very serious about. Even when you're doing... That was a really, that was a big offshoot from prayer. I got, I got confused, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tangents happen. Yeah, even when you're doing some <laughs> bullshit work, like being, being a dish or doing the sex work you have to do, it's where you put your attention, that is your prayer, that is your, that is what you're doing in the world. That's why art is a prayer because you're putting your intention into your into your art, and I I do believe that that's a kind of prayer. And you connected with this, yeah. I I, I connected with that because like I really I really kind of feel like I've lost that connection to like the the things that I really enjoy because of life and all its foolishness. And just thinking back to like all like all the like all the joy that I used to feel when making music, mm-hmm. and like I really have to like put some work into bringing back the intention to um, songwriting and uh, and playing music again. So yeah, so that was something that really that really hit home for me. Yeah, but it's possible even like little little moments of intention that's still your your prayer and your very real very real grounding in the world. Yeah. I do think that almost anything with the right intention can be a prayer. There there's a poem I've been wanting to play. Can I can I play it, Francis? Yes. Okay, it's Lucas, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, it's on this topic. Is it, is it my play? Is it my is it the poem that I love from that Kanye uses? It's not. It's not. It's by a poet named Jericho Brown. He is a... Oh, I know that poet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a black man from the South. He's queer. Um, and he talks about praising God through... Um, well, you'll hear it. Let me let me pull it up. You want to do the copy while we're <clears throat> being pulled up? Is that, is that really what time it is? Yeah, it wow. really is. All right, we got to... All right, we'll make this real quick. Do the do the abridged version. All right. <laughs> Our star scene comes to you every week, courtesy of Radio Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely on the contributions of listeners like you to help keep the lights on and help keep us going. Please make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Or for the next two days, you can go to smile.amazon.com and select Ready Free Brooklyn as a nonprofit you wish to support. A small donate, a small portion of the total of your order at Amazon goes to Ready Free Brooklyn, and best of all, it costs you nothing extra. So anyway, you support Ready Free Brooklyn. We all greatly appreciate it. Thank you. All right, here we go. I'm so excited. Fifty. Some folks fool themselves into believing. 
but I know what I know once at the height of hopeless touching. My man and I hold our breaths, certain we can stop time or maybe eliminate it from our lives, which are shorter since we learned to make love for each other rather than doing it to each other. As for praise and worship, I prefer the latter. Only memory makes us kneel, silent and still. Hear me? Thunder scares. Lightning lets us see. Then, heads covered, we wait for rain. Dear Lord, let me watch for his arrival and hang my head and shake it like a man who's lost and lived. Something keeps trying, but I'm not killed yet. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so Jericho Brown is praising God through some bad sex. It's not like a... So Psalm 50 is hallelujah, praise God with the symbols and the lyre and all the ways you praise God. But then Jericho Brown wrote this poem about hopeless touching. Like you're having sex and like you've hit the hallelujah before, but like now it's not happening. But like it's the wanting and wanting and wanting. That's your praise. Like that's that's your prayer. And then knowing that you could be killed, but you're not killed, you're not killed yet. That's pretty heavy. There's not a there's not a lot of poems about bad sex. This is a good one. <laughs> bad sex happens. Yeah, you know, even among people who like love each other so much, sometimes it's just not hitting that hallelujah, but it's still it's still that wanting that is so holy. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to hit it. We've only got less than 10 minutes left to the show. Wow. <laughs> that goes so fast. Another thing I wrote down was Art and Fear. What was that? Oh, goodness. It's a book I'm reading about the, the fears that keep artists from really from really working. Um. I don't remember who it's by now. I feel bad. But Art is... I think I was, you know? was it at David Bales? Yes, yes, yes. I looked it, yeah, I looked it up last night. Yeah, the one that was really hitting me is like um, fears that artists have of like annihilation. Like if I'm not creating art, I'm not even here. Like I'm not even a person anymore. I, I, can, I can totally relate. You know, like I've been talking about this recently that um, I haven't been acting uh and one of the reasons that's one of the reasons I've been trying to get the stuff that I'm in, you know, just to feel connected to acting by watching shit that I did, you know, 2016, I, Werewolf Bitches from Outer Space, I think it was 2016, and and you know, and back further and further, and uh, it just reminds me, yes, this is something I do, this is this is who I am, and another way I feel connected with acting is by improving myself that's you know actors all know that you know whatever can give you an edge in getting a part that's part of you know 90 percent of acting happens off of screen it doesn't happen in my opinion it doesn't happen in front of the camera 90 percent happens in my opinion even more than 90 percent happens off when you're not in front of the camera so i'm trying to do all of those things and studying some stanislavski and doing that kind of stuff um um but I have a lot of fear that 
when my job as a caregiver is done, which is the only way I like to put that, yeah. uh, that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. But that's a, that's art too. Like the the intention that you're putting into caregiving, like that is a kind of art. I think it depends on your intention. Like you could be like sucking when, dick when for that, money and make it art. Over. I think he means when that's over, his intention is to act. Yeah. And he, you know, the problem with acting is it's mostly given to you by other people, so you never know. Like it's not just an art you can sit there and like get up and do necessarily. You have to be like given the right to do it. Yeah, it's a little different than like than painting where you can just like get your own paint and do it. Like someone needs to hire you. Someone needs yeah. to hire you and yeah. it's very difficult, you know. Yeah, I mean um, I, I I could do the kind of stuff I've been doing in the past, uh, and you know, just make shit with my friends, but that's not I've done that already. I wanna do some mainstream I wanna do some mainstream stuff and I wanna get paid a lot of money. That's fair. Absolutely. You want to be worth the, the, the $8 million that the internet thinks oh you're worth? 80. 80. Wait, please please be worth $80 million, Francis. Oh, my $80 God. $80 million. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. $80 million. I just... Well, what would you do I with just, $80 million? I just, I just did this on a lark. I just, I, you know, like, they do the net worth of actors, and I'm like, I wonder if anyone calculated me, I'm, you know, if I'm there at all, and $80 million. Who, who came up with that figure? They, they listed a bunch of reasons why, and I was like, I can see why you would think that. <laughs> oh, man, what would we do with that? I don't even know yet. Whatever you wanted. I don't know yet. I don't know. You could do anything you wanted. Yeah, but I don't know the answer to that question. What do I want? I don't know. You want kids. You could have you could have kids. I do want kids. But you told me eighty million dollars. <laughs> we can have a whole orphanage. Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, la- last night you said you would open an orphanage if you won the lottery. I was open an orphanage. You were like, I'm going like, to save so many kids. I'm going to have like 50 kids. I'm going to save so many kids. That was what you told me last night. And Gary was like, I don't think you can take care of 50 kids. And I was like, I can. I can. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> I'm guessing you were partying a little bit. We were partying a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. Last night was a, li- a little wild. <laughs> I was like, me and Team Farrell, we can do it. <laughs> yep. No, I really, I really do want to adopt kids, I feel. I, I feel really kids. strong, but not, not, not 50. I love your plans when you party. I know. You're like, I'm going to be a rapper. <laughs> you get so mad, too, if I ever doubt you. You're like, babe, I figured a whole I future out and, like, fuck you for shitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. I will never shit on your dreams again of supporting us by being a rapper. Whose campaign manager were you going to be again? <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky's Monica campaign, campaign manager, manager for president. That's for I president. Want I want to be Monica Lewinsky's campaign manager. <laughs> I was like, she's going to be president. Babe, I have our whole future figured out. She has no, she never had <laughs> any Fuck you for not understanding. Yeah, fuck you. I'm doing, I'm being, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Last night was the orphanage. No, but you're actually, like, even when you're high, you have, like, these beautiful dreams. Like, a lot of people, when they're high, are like, I'm going to, like, do this scheme and that scheme to get more money. You're like, I'm going to start an orphanage. Like, your soul is very pure. (laughs) So I do appreciate it. It's very pure. You have been listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Coming up next is Courtney Love. Yay. I think there she is. We love Courtney. I just summoned her. (laughs) 
Hi, Courtney. You did like a little spell and she appeared. <laughs> Her show's great. Great music. Uh, you're gonna, if, you, if, if, you, if you keep it right here, you're going to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. I've, I've definitely stolen a couple of songs off of Courtney's playlist several times. That's awesome. <laughs> that's community. That's good. Name of, that's yeah. good. Name of the show is The Circuit. Yeah, that's community. There is no I in radio. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> I like never get jokes, y'all. Never. It takes me like three days, and then I'm like, oh man, that person was joking. <laughs> so we got to wrap things up here. That went so fast. It did. It did. That that went faster than normal. I'm gonna give you a piece, uh, another another one by Holly Dunn called "Daddy's Hands." Oh, oh my gosh, this, this is like offensive, but I'm like enjoying it at the same time. I'm sorry. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you. I'm Rachel. a very imperfect Thank person. You. Thank you, Calvin, love you all so much. Love you too. Love you love too, you sweetie. Too. Bye. Keep us all fed.